Welcome to the Dementia Caregiver Talk Show, a podcast to help you navigate the senior care maze. Learn and laugh with us as we discuss creative solutions and ideas to common and uncommon dementia care challenges and how to make sense of the senior care industry and options even if you're not a professional. Welcome to the Dementia Care Partner Talk Show. My name is Valerie, and I'm here today with our full podcast crew, which is Tifa Snow, Joanne Westbrook, and Greg Phelps. Welcome, everyone. Hi. Good to be here. Hello. So today we're talking about a question that came in from one of our audience members, and I think it's a topic that affecting probably a lot of care partners, and it's how do you introduce aides into your home to care for your person living with dementia when they tend to kick people out of a house? Oof. Okay, so let's put that one into uh, some sort of a context, uh, Valerie. Um, we have an aging population. The bubble is still sort of passing through the system. And um, people generally want to try and keep uh, their family members in their homes, that's the desire most people have, is to stay in their homes as long as possible. And that's where it gets to be a challenge. If you're living close, you become the go-to person. If you're living far away, you don't really know what's happening with your person that's uh, living, living with dementia. So then we start considering alternatives. What can we do? Introduce home care? Well, you send a home care worker and dad goes, go to hell, get out of here. I don't want you. Who are you? You know, okay. we've all heard these different scenarios. So I'm sure that Tipa, you have some ideas for us because I think everybody has experienced that frustration if they've gone into this cold. Yeah. So uh, there's a couple of scenarios that come to mind is one where I have someone who um, had a crisis and uh, that's when they're in the hospital or there was a health crisis or the doctor's office or so somebody called an alert and it's like a red alert and everybody's going, something's got to happen. It's got to happen. It's got to happen now. So there's sort of that emergency thinking going on, which causes people to get a little intense and a little intrusive because I'm worried. I'm scared. I, 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 I feel responsible. So that's one set. So I'd like us to sort of spend a little time on that one because that to me is a real important time to go. Okay, let's let's think about this. So what are the concerns? Tell me a little bit about what time of days are concerning, what situations are concerning, what kind of um, activities or uh, situations are the ones that you're worried about. Is it when the people are cooking, when they're supposed to be eating, when they're taking their meds, getting out and about? Because people have this big box that they want somebody to be cared for. And it's like, well, where's the person having concerns and where are they not? Um, and do they see it or are you the only one noticing it? So for me, those are some real important features before we go down some highway of let's bring somebody in. Um, and the rule I have is no care about me without me. So I wonder about the value of not being the bad guy and having someone else, the physician or the social worker in those situations or the person who's concerned say, so what are some options that we have? So dad can continue to do what he's doing, but that landed him here in the hospital or the emergency room. Um, or we could look at some options. And so uh, would that be like technology or a person? 
or an animal as so a star. I, I think technology is starting to play more and more of a part, but I, I'm not sure that most of us really trust that at this particular moment in time. Yeah, so you may not, but that may be a step for me, the person living with dementia, moving into the realm of having somebody present in my life. Um, having a way to have somebody sort of me check in with them, them check in with me, um, Alexa or whatever your system is, um, and to have a connection there versus bringing a person immediately into my environment. It's like, well, um, that's pretty, that's a big shift that somebody I don't know is going to be part of my life now. Do you think that um, a person, if they are living with dementia, has the capacity to understand uh, the technology? Or is that even a concern that uh, the benefits outweigh any, any minor inconvenience with it? Well, there's sort of this, um, there are a couple things. One is passive and active technology. So one system where I just know whether or not you're moving around like you usually move around and whether you're getting up more at night than you usually get up at night, whether you've gone out the front door and you hadn't come back in, um, so that's sort of a passive system that gives me a heads up. It still will require somebody to go over there and find out what's going on. Um, so there's still that element of introducing a human being versus one where I can say, what am I supposed to do now? And it says, you know, it's 10 o'clock, Tipa. Why don't you come on in the kitchen? Okay. Now, where's the kitchen? Well, now you've got to have done some programming because, you know, systems aren't, all, you know, fail safe. But if I kick somebody out, and we've already had that experience, is it time to go to war yet? Or do we want to try some other strategies is I guess is where I'm, I'm going with that idea. Well, I, I think in all of your teachings, uh, you're always telling us that it's the relationship first, preserve the relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think I heard you saying that there is a way to introduce the technology that would help preserve the relationship rather than dumping somebody in your house. Here's your puppy. You're going to love it. See you later. You know, wait, wait, I don't, I don't want it. Yeah. So now if I am going to bring a person in, um, then this gets, and it's been a crisis, there's more likely to feel like, okay, so when we get over the crisis, I get to get rid of them. Right. So that gives me an option to say for right now, Okay, I know you're not liking it. I know you'd rather not do it. But for right now, for you to be here, the doctor's comfort level, the care provider's comfort level is that for right now, we want, they want somebody checking and they, otherwise they're saying they're really not wanting you to go back to the setting you were in where you fell. Um, and I know you're not liking it. So it, it's an acknowledgement. I know you're not liking it. I know you don't want it for right now. And that comes up. So it's not a forever thing, though it might very well turn into one. But for right now, gives that person that sense of control a little bit, at least. It also gives the family some comfort, not necessarily control, but comfort, mm -hmm. uh, because we have talked about uh, in previous programs about wandering. Uh, technology helps in that area, uh, door alarms, uh, tracking systems, uh, fall alerts. So 
okay, it's a step up. I, I, I can see where you're going with this, that it, it might be the first step that you need. So we've done that and, and we've gotten sort of past that hurdle. And in watching the technology, we are observing that our person uh -huh. is just not quite coping. I mean, we're, we're passive observers still. So then how do we bring that care person into the home? Yeah, so a couple of options. One, do you want to do the introduction in the home, which is my territory versus your territory? So looking at where is that human being, that person living with dementia, where do they do better with people? Uh, in a public space, in a common space, in a non-my space? Or is bringing them into the home a good idea? Is it me bringing them in or someone else having them come and I'm there but I'm there like the person living with dementia is there look here's this person we're gonna look at this person and uh, I think we should interview another person so that there's two people to be interviewed to see which of the two is less offensive so again you're stressing that we have to know our person because mm -hmm. some southern types will invite you in and the whole house is yours and you're my best yep. friend and some of us uh, other canadians who you know build igloos and live in those very small places we don't want anybody in with us yeah the norwegian bachelor farmer yep. um, you know, <laughs> that, that whole thing so yeah so knowing who your person is and how they typically respond to people visiting versus people staying because it's one thing to have a visitor in your house but it's a whole nother thing to have somebody who's going to stay at your house or be in your house and be a monitor of you so that then brings up the point of, okay, so what, how are you going to introduce this person? Is this a friend of yours that's come by because I've shared something about my mom and I'm going to use Joanne. My mom, Joanne, um, has always been really, really good at color combinations. And so I have a friend who's trying to figure out what kind of color combination she should use. And mom, I brought her by because you're good at this. And I wanted her to have somebody to talk with about this. Oh, well, I'd be happy to help if I could. See, that's, know, that's my that's my specialty, you know. Absolutely. And she is she's trying to get things up and going and this this work that she does. But she really could use somebody who's better at this than she is, to be honest. Well, like I said, you know, I'm pretty good at helping people, especially if they're feeling not so confident. I've been doing this a long time. I'd be happy to help her. Excellent. So, you know what? I, I pulled out some color swatches and the two of you, if you don't mind, I'm going to go to the kitchen. How about if you check those out and give her some opinions about what you think? Yeah, that's a really good start, I think. So what I'm doing is not emphasizing the care element, but recognizing the relationship building that needs to occur here. Um, so it, it would become fairly obvious um, to you that the relationship is either clicking or, or it's not, wouldn't it? <clears throat> yep. Yeah. And so if it's not working, I could say, so mom, this isn't a good match, huh? Yeah. She talks yeah. too much. Mm. Yeah. If I work with her, do you think she, I could get her to hush a little bit so she can listen to you? Oh, yeah. you what do you think? I don't know. She's, you know, she's a nice person, I think, but she's kind of pushy. She's, 
not really listening to me at all. Oh dear. Okay. Well, that's not good. So what that tells me is, you know what, I need to talk to that care person outside of my mom's hearing now to say, here's the deal. If we're going to be successful, you got to be less of a carer and more of somebody who's listening and really appreciating her input right now. He's feeling vulnerable and I want you to be part of her life, but I am going to ask you to really back off a little bit of, of being so much you want to take care of her. I'm really asking you to be present to be my eyes and my ears right now. And yes, down the road, I, I would love for her to accept you as a care support. Right now, I just want to even get you in the door without her kicking you back out. Right. That would, I, you know, honestly, Tifa, the way you have taught this all along is if that person comes into your home, it is your home. And for you to suddenly become their boss, that is an immediate uh, affront to them, I think. And, and that's that first door of you're leaving because this is my house. <laughs> yeah, and I think my effort to find help, I've got to be willing to take that step back. Yes, it's risky, but I've got to accept a shower is not the answer right now. Um, getting her to eat right is not the answer right now. I've got to get her to accept this other human being in her space right now because if I can't get that, all that other stuff is really off the table. I mean, I'm not going to get where I want to go. So I've got to be flexible and that's hard. Yeah, but that works. <laughs> it's a very big subject, uh, Tipa, and we appreciate the insight that you've given us. You've given us a couple of scenarios there. If people want more information, there's lots of good videos on YouTube. You can check out the uh, Positive Approach website. Um, but you've raised an interesting point and maybe not subject for today's program, but having properly trained care partners uh, to work with, uh, with your person. Yeah, I mean, I can do all the hard work of getting her ready for someone, dad ready for somebody to come in, but if the person who's coming in isn't really prepared for my person and how to respond, not react to them, all I'm gonna do is roll through people because my my dad, my mom, my husband, my sister is who she is. And I've got to find the person who's going to be able and willing to work with me to help her in a way she finds acceptable. Right. Deepa, thank you very much. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.